Good morning and welcome to South Florida Sundays. I'm your host, Sharina, and May is National Stroke Awareness Month. I am so honored to be joined today by uh, Dr. Dennis Reyes, who is an interventional neurologist with the Palm Beach Neuroscience Institute, and he's also on staff at Delray Medical Center. Now, Dr. Reyes specializes in endovascular neurology treatments for the care of intimate strokes and brain aneurysms, and he's going to talk to us today about strokes and stroke prevention. Good morning, Dr. Reyes. Good morning. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for joining me. Um, let's just jump right into it. What is a stroke? So a stroke can be, uh, first of all, it happens in the brain. Believe it or not, some, some people think that stroke happens in the heart. Um, stroke can be related to a vessel in the body that shuts down and stops the blood flow from going into the brain or part of a brain that has a very important function. And that's when suddenly someone could lose their speech or vision. Or the other way around, it could be a vessel that actually bursts and then bleeds into the brain or on the surface of the brain. Um, as someone in the field, what are you seeing are the leading causes of someone having a stroke? The typical leading causes, uh, and 80% of them is usually related to uncontrolled hypertension. High blood pressure is a big deal out there in the community. Mm-hmm. It's very important and uh, to have it well controlled, follow with the primary physician, uh, make sure blood pressure is as close as possible to 120 over 80. Uh, of course, there is also cholesterol, mm-hmm. um, which is very important to get under control. Then there are sugar problems, such as diabetes. You've probably heard about it. And there is cardiac arrhythmias as well, uh, such as atrial fibrillation or AFib, uh, where it causes clots in the heart, and then those clots can get pumped into the arteries in the brain and shut down the blood flow on one side of the brain. And uh, do you think that people who have irregular heartbeats and or maybe a family history of strokes, they are more at risk? There is a slight increased risk of having, yeah, the more comorbidities someone carries in their life, uh, usually once they get two comorbidities, and that means basically having, let's say, high blood pressure and high cholesterol, okay, mm-hmm. or let's say high cholesterol and diabetes. Uh, or someone that uh, has high blood pressure, but they also smoke. So then the risk of having a stroke, yes, it, it increases. We think about um, someone with a stroke as being like an, an older person's disease, but do you see a rise in the cases in ages like between 20 and, and 59? There's a slight increase, yes. Um, uh, we've seen more younger folks. Uh, I, I, we're not sure. We're trying to understand uh, uh, the reasons being. There's some genetic components into it where um, some family heritage process uh, where the blood tends to be thicker or mm-hmm. exposure to uh, or, um, contraceptive pills. Um, uh, certain hormones would tend to thick the blood as well. That in combination with, with smoking um, will increase the risk of having a stroke. And um, it, smoking itself uh, increases the risk as well. Um, and we were talking before the show, and I was so surprised to hear this, but you said that even uh, just not drinking a, enough water could possibly lead to something like a stroke? Definitely. Um, I mean, you want to stay hydrated, but not drinking water alone, um, I mean, will cause a stroke. I mean, a lot of us will, will probably can go and walk around dehydrated mm-hmm. and not get a stroke. Usually there's something going on underlying that uh, or hidden, such as, again, maybe a genetic condition mm-hmm. or... Uh, some sort of heart condition where that person has been exposed in an, maybe an environment 
if they're not drinking plenty of water, then the blood might be thick enough and create suddenly a clot. And then that can, if the clot migrates or happens to migrate to the arteries of the brain, then definitely a stroke can happen. But just uh, by being dehydrated alone, it's not not the typical scenario. It could trigger. It could just push the body exactly to to that point. Um, when it comes to signs of a stroke, are there any warning signs? What are what should people be aware of? We want the community, our particular community, to learn about what we call BFAST. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the letter B stands for balance. If someone suddenly lost their balance, uh, we want them to react to that and 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 know that that's also a stroke symptom. Also, E stands for for eyes where there's a vision changes, where they're losing their vision on the left side, right side, or maybe just the vision on one side, one from one eye. Uh, F then stands for arm, uh, face, and then if they have weakness on, the side of the, on one side of their face, or if they have um, uh, asymmetric smiles, something changing their smile, mm. that's something to be picked up, whether it's by a friend or a family member. Then A stands for arm, and you can have them outstretch the arm up in the air. If it's, if it's drifting, if it's falling, then that means that that's certainly a positive sign for, for what we call a stroke um, symptom or sign. And then there's S for speech, uh, whether they can have troubles understanding or trouble putting the words out, or maybe they can understand the word, but they cannot formulate uh, a sentence or they cannot repeat words, or they cannot name uh, objects, then we know there's something's going on. Mm. Uh, they can also sound a little bit slurred. And then finally, T stands for time. We wanted to call 911 as soon as possible so emergency gets to them, and we create and facilitate the process of routing them to an appropriate center, uh, which, you know, we hospital with adequate... Um, uh, technology in order to treat them. You mentioned uh, calling 911. Why is it so important to call 911 right away when you see someone exhibiting signs of a stroke instead of waiting it out or trying to transport them themselves? It's so time-based. Uh, every minute, approximately 1.9 million neurons die um, in the brain. So, And we have a very small reserve. So once those mm. reserve is completely gone, then there's high chances of having permanent neurological deficits and not being able to recover from this, then there is the time where we can provide treatment as well, where mm-hmm. there's up to 4.5 hours where these patients can actually receive a club buster medication called TPA and get that clear, try to get those vessels as, as clear as possible and reopen the vessels, the blood flow back in those vessels. But again, there's only a small window of 4.5 yeah. hours to receive this medication from the last time they were seen normal. Um, mm. So that's why it's so important to call 911 and not waste any more minutes. Yeah, and they have to understand too that once you get to the hospital, there's still a waiting period there. They have to do a bunch of tests for you and um, you know make sure that they're treating the right thing. Exactly, So, and that's one of the things that happened at Del Rey Medical Center, which is a comprehensive stroke center. Uh, we're very fortunate to have the center at Del Rey Delray Beach, uh, we have all the technology available to do not only a plain CT scan, make sure it's not a bleed, but also we have the capacity to look at the vessels and look at the blood flow in the brain and try to understand what's happening with the blood flow in, in, in those particular patients and make strong, strong decisions whether they're getting the club buster medication or they're getting a highly specialized procedure 
where we can actually chase down any clots in the big vessels of the arteries in the brain and try to clear those clots out of the way and restore the blood flow back again. So that's uh, how that's how fortunate we are at Delray Medical Center being a comprehensive stroke center. Yes, I was going to say Delray Medical Center is a comprehensive stroke center. Uh, what about aftercare? Does Delray Medical Center have a physical therapy? Um, is the patient assigned a team or a doctor that helps them move forward? Yeah, there, uh, there's typically there's a multidisciplinary team where not only it's uh, not only me on the service. I mean. There will be the ER doctor initially, nurses, techs as well, um, ER techs, the, um, uh, physical therapies that they'll be evaluated by, occupational therapists, speech therapists. Not only that, but then there's a whole neuro ICU team uh, specialized that we see patients with stroke, suffering from stroke pretty much every day, uh, nurse practitioners as well, cardiologists and neurology services. I mean, there's we just have everything everything you can think of. And then we also have uh, possibilities to transition patients for uh, acute rehab at uh, Pinecrest uh, Rehab Center, which is right across the street, literally. How can people put themselves in the best position to avoid having a stroke? The best position is, uh, besides following the primary care physician, getting checked probably almost every year, uh, making sure the blood pressure, I would say, is the 120 over 80, uh, checking their cholesterol, which is a particular parameter, is called LDL, which is the really bad cholesterol that goes into the arteries and will get the arteries narrow over time and build up cholesterol plaques. That's the one marker that we would like to see somewhere around less than 100, typically. Now, someone that suffers a stroke, sometimes we, we become more strict about it and we go after less than 70. And then there's the A1C, which is another blood marker that looks at the sugars, how they've been for the past three months, and we want that less than seven. So besides doing all that work, then we encourage patients to follow a Mediterranean diet, which has been studied to lower the risk of stroke over time. And because of the good oil, the high protein intake, which is actually white protein, uh, try to stay away from red meat as much as possible. Uh, and then exercising regularly, and where the American Heart Association recommends approximately 150 minutes of moderate cardiovascular exercise every week. And that's just not for stroke patients, it's for all of us. Uh, we should just do regular uh, cardiovascular exercise. Okay, yes, I heard that the Mediterranean diet mm-hmm. is the magic diet. <laughs> it is, yeah. Pretty good in oil, the good oil it has the, the nuts uh, as well, avocado. Yeah, and the fish yep. and everything like that. Protein intake, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Dr. Reyes, thank you so much for joining me today. How can our listeners get in contact with you to possibly set up an appointment or speak to a specialist? Definitely. They can call uh, our office number, 561-499-7551. Again, 561-499-7551 for a stroke consult. Or they could also follow me into Fight number two, Fight Stroke on Instagram. Um, I have also some resources there. You can also find more information about Delray Medical Center by visiting DelrayMedicalCenter.com. Thank you again, Dr. Reyes. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me.